Thank you for tuning in to another fun episode with your favorite Mouska moms, Juliana. Hello. And Jennifer, that's me. Lori is once again finding herself in Orlando in January. We think she's not coming back until April again, but the jury is out. <laughs> <laughs> but on this front, what's going on? But on this front, we are so excited because can you believe it? We are recording right now, airing right now, season three, episode one. I can't believe it. Third season. Exciting. Third season in. Thank you, Mouska fans. That went fast. And pretty soon we are going to be airing our 100th episode, which we're going to have to have some big fanfare for that one also. But today is season three, episode one. We're so happy that everybody is still, our, our Mouska fan is still with us <laughs> our on, our, on, our, on our journey. So thank you. Um, and also, we this is our first episode of 2022, so Happy New Year. Happy New Year. I'm wearing my 50th anniversary also, Kadoubles, says a New Year's shirt because it's very festive. It's got the fireworks on it. But it's very this, festive. This one right here looks like I spilled something on myself. Like bird poop. <laughs> There's a firework drip right down the middle. It looks Anywho. like a dandelion. Yeah, there you go. It's a dandelion. It's a dandelion, but anyway, very festive. <laughs> Sorry, I digress. In the intro. Nice. <laughs> this is going to be a good one. Um, <laughs> but having, having this be our first episode of 2022, we need to talk about all that we have to look forward to in 2022. And there is a lot in De Disney destinations and beyond. We can't wait to dive in. But first, of course, we need to do a proper toast and cheers with the Mouska cocktail to start our season three and 2022. So what are, what are we, what are we drinking? Yay for 2022. So one of the biggest like fanfare things in 2022 that's coming through Disney is the wish will start sailing the newest Disney cruise ship and she's beautiful. So we're really excited for that. So an homage to a new ship coming out in 2022, which we'll talk about, of course, um, we wanted to celebrate with a cocktail from one of the Disney cruises that Lori got to try when she had dinner at Palo. Palo is one of the, um, I don't know what the word is, not non-rotational restaurants on the Disney cruise lines. It's on and adults the, only. It is adults only. It's on the magic. I think it's on, and the I think it's on all four of them. Is it on all four? Oh, sorry. I knew I that. Just so. checking. Just testing. I believe so. <laughs> so <laughs> it's the less fancy of the adults only options. Right. As There's well. Palo and Remy. Um, and since Jen and I are fancy, we ate at Remy, but Palo <laughs> is there. Also, it's more of Italian than French. Yes. Anyway, this cocktail Lori tried, she said it's great. And even though she's not here, I still wanted to talk about it because it sounds good and it's it really not does. bourbon. So it's not rum either though. So And it's not overly sweet, which I also really like mm -hmm. about this. No, it seems like the sweetness is only coming from strawberries agave nectar which you can edit down for sweetness and balsamic vinegar stay with me everyone i know that sounds super crazy so it's called the balsamic grande cocktail it's five fresh strawberries quartered that sounds really important 
an ounce and a half of agave nectar. I might cut that down to like maybe even just a half ounce. Mm-hmm. Um, an ounce of aged balsamic vinegar. So this is going to be important, I think, to have good quality vinegar because mm-hmm. you're using a you're bit and you're it. drinking it. <laughs> so you might want that. Um, and then five ounces of vodka, your choice of which uh, if you're a brand person. Um, so you muddle the strawberries with the vinegar and the agave in a mixing glass and then add the vodka, shake, done, put it on a, a chilled martini glass. I... I think this sounds insanely refreshing. I love a salad with strawberries and aged balsamic, (laughs) right? It's so good and refreshing. So I, I really, and this sounds really easy to make at home. I have all of these things. So, right. Yeah. I might have to get some good, um, I don't have agave nectar, but you could make simple syrup or I wonder if you could just use like a, a balsamic, vinegar syrup like they have the they reduce them down so that yep. itself becomes really sweet mm-hmm. you could do a couple of different things well i wonder but i would try the recipe as is first and then tweak it from there it sounds really good i think it sounds good i'm gonna try it in florida coincidentally um the strawberry season is in february so it'll be interesting to see oh. if there's like a, a do we know what the um food is for flower and garden in february no, no. It'll be interesting that, to see. That right, that'll come out like January. Um, it'll be interesting to see if there's some strawberry heavy stuff on the menu. I never noticed before. So cheers. Yeah, enough about strawberries. Let's enough get into about it. Strawberries. I want to so, try this drink though. I really do. I think, and I think that we will have ample opportunity to try it in 2022 because as we go along during this podcast and tell our listeners all the fun things that everybody has to look forward to for Disney destinations and beyond in 2022, we're going to kind of interject all of our surprise travel announcements that we have so far lined up for 2022 as well for the Mouska Moms. And uh, hopefully everybody realizes by now that when we travel, you guys all get to travel by proxy because we take you with us and um, we're going to continue to do that. So let's get into it. Um, All have a great time together. We'll all have a great time together. So (laughs) 2022 destinations. Let's start with our favorite um, Walt Disney World, that is the one that we tend to visit the most often in general, okay. and the three of us as well. Um, there are a lot of really exciting things coming to Walt Disney World. We have a couple of trips that we are planning on taking you with us on. We Our first one is right now, obviously 2022 for Lori. She's there, so stay tuned to our Facebook group as she goes live from the parks periodically with her family. Um, I think she's going to be there again in March. Perhaps. I don't, I can't keep track. (laughs) I cannot keep track. That girl, her husband is more agreeable than mine. Let's just say. Yes. So awesome. So she's there. And then the mouse moms will be there all three together, which has kind of been a rarity. Yes, um, the Mouska Moms have a trip all together in May. We are going, uh, we're actually taking the agency. So uh, we're having an agency trip in May to Walt Disney World and the three of us will be there. So stay tuned for some live footage in May. We'll actually be there for May the 4th. So that's super exciting. So just stay tuned and see where we'll, where we'll be. 
Um, but in Walt Disney World in general, in 2022, we have two huge things that we're excited about and looking forward to. The number one is the uh, inaugural launch of the Disney, the uh, Galactic Star Cruiser, which is otherwise known by in layman's terms as the, the Star Wars Hotel. The Star Wars Hotel. <laughs> so this one went on sale with a lot of excitement. I feel like I've used the word fanfare seven times in this episode already, but just a lot of that too. It just it's was appropriate. Huge demand, so much excitement, a lot of almost blind purchasing on the part of the consumer, right? Because there wasn't a whole lot that we knew about what was being offered. We just knew we wanted it. And let me tell you, the lines to, to book, you had to book right then on the phone. You needed to know the dates. You, you didn't even know the totals before that moment. So as a travel agent, it was a really interesting and exciting moment. And now we're in this period where it's all booked. We're not booking anything for it. And they're going to start launching soon. Yes, and the in March. are swirling out there. And I'm and I feel like I've had to deflect so many because I don't understand where they're coming from. Nothing's happened yet. Nothing's so happened. So I I'm first of all this this ship doesn't really go to space. <laughs> Contrary to what you might be hearing, this is not an actual ride into the galaxy. Um, <laughs> I think that a lot of the rumors are, I think that the reason that there are a lot of rumors out there is because we've still, despite the fact that this is totally booked uh, and not sold out, by the way, uh, some dates are, are definitely sold out, but, but not all. But despite that fact, we don't have a lot of information because this is so um, something that's never been done before. And so we're kind of just all waiting on the edge of our seats to see what actually the experience is going to be. We're really I, like, I'm really hoping to be able to get on this one day. The price point makes it a little bit difficult. But the bottom line is this is a two night, three day voyage where it's kind of like a, an actual cruise ship. Where you, but it's not. It's not on water. It's on land. Doesn't really go to space. Uh, but let's pretend because this is all like in the spirit of role playing and being part of the the galaxy. Um, you board your star cruiser. You stay on this vehicle. You have activities on board. You eat on board with everyone. So your meals are included. Your activities are included with some exceptions. There are some upcharges like you can pay to do to build a lightsaber and to do all sorts of things. Um, and then you dock in uh, Batu, and you you uh, exit your ship and you go on to Batu, and you experience that galaxy for the day where you, that is also included in your in your um, experience. You get to go on Rise of the Resistance. You get to go pilot the Millennium Falcon. You get to go eat at. Um, oh my gosh, I forgot where. I forgot where, but you get at to Mos eat on. On no. Batu, no, uh, the oh my gosh, not important, not important. You get to eat <laughs> there important. if you'd like. You also can go get a drink at Oga's Cantina, you can build a lightsaber, you can build a droid, you can do all the things that anybody can do on Batu. And then at the end of your stay on Batu, you reboard your, your galactic star cruiser for your next night, your last night 
and um and, and that's basically it it sounds really awesome and that's all i need to know like in yeah. all honesty that's all i need to know take my credit card i want to do yeah. this if i could do this i would do it i i don't care i don't need to wait to see how the first few voyages go i'm i'm in i'm like i'm in you know, and it sounds the like the the more you get into character for this experience, the better your experience will be. And that's it. Like I'm not even, I'm a casual Star Wars fan. I mean, I, as I mean, it's in my DNA in that, uh, you know, I was born in 1977 and I, with older siblings who were into it and it just, it's been a part of my entire life. I've seen every movie a dozen times, but I'm, I've never worn a costume, a Star Wars costume even on Halloween. So, but I still like hook, line and sinker. If it wasn't for the, the myriad other reasons and life and things that I haven't been able to, to book it, but I'm in, but I'm hearing weird things like this isn't going to be ready in time and that's not going to work. And I just don't know where any of it's coming from. None of it's been validated in my eyes. So I am still team star cruiser until it starts voyaging. And then if the, and I then agree. we'll see, I agree. but anyway, also, and I, yeah, Go ahead. Sorry. Also in 2022, which I'm incredibly excited about, a newer movie series, but really fantastic and totally made for people who were born in the 1970s is Guardians of the Galaxy. So this ride is coming out this summer. <laughs> I think I need Wait. to be there for it. it. I'm so excited. We will be. We will I'm be so excited. This, this, they're not giving us exact dates yet, but they have announced that this ride, which is going to be in Epcot in Tomorrowland, which I think is going to be called something or not Tomorrowland in the um, future, future world, whatever. I think it's going to be called something else though. But anyway, this is coming summer of 2022. No official date yet of when in summer 2022, but that construction has been going on forever. So I, I can't foresee any problems with them opening it on time. Um, it looks really exciting. It's going to be an enormous indoor roller coaster. I think that they were talking about it being the largest indoor roller coaster in the world. Wow. So that's going to be really exciting. Cannot and like wait. you said, you know, we're kids of the 70s. So the soundtrack alone is making me excited. <laughs> it's the best. It's the best. No, I, I love the I love all everything Guardians of the Galaxy. So I'm super excited. I think it'll be great. And I don't know what the rules are with Marvel and all that. So I have a feeling we're not going to see any characters, although I want to say that there have been Guardians of the Galaxy characters in Epcot prior to this. Didn't they used to have like a soundtrack dance party? I feel like they used oh, to gosh, have a I soundtrack dance party in Epcot where some like Star-Lord was there and Gamora. I don't even know, but that would be Super fun. Like that would make me even more excited about this attraction. I'm excited so. about this ride. And I, I think it's going to be, well, I hope it, I hope it gets me as like pumped up as the, the, the pre-show of uh rock and roller coaster. Yes, <laughs> it's Aerosmith right? too. So it's like, yeah. And I really, know. we don't have very much information about this either. I know that a long time ago, they released some pictures of the ride vehicles, which looks like, it's definitely going to be a roller coaster on a track, but it looks like it's not just going to go forwards and backwards. It looks like it's also going to go side to side and maybe around. And it looks really cool. I'm really hoping that my new um, 
nausea <laughs> with old I know, I'm age. I'm a little thing. afraid. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna have to suck it up and take some Dramamine because I yeah. need to see this one. <laughs> just as long as you get it, like just plan it maybe for the end of your day or something. Um, but uh, speaking of coasters and really cool ride vehicles that were released was we did get to see the Tron vehicles. And that's another coaster that has been under construction forever. Yes. Um, but that we are not going to see in 2022. That is no, not going to happen. That's so. not happening. Rumor has it, though, that the part of the construction that was impacting the, the Walt Disney World Railroad is finishing up and so they'll be able to open the railroad soon but i believe that that is still a rumor right um, i mean and that's that's the thing right because these roller coasters are going to be so amazing and i can yes. understand staggering their opening but although i don't think that that is the reason why they're being staggered i think it's just you know construction and whatnot but they just have been really ruining <laughs> especially um the guardians of the galaxy ride they've just been really ruining honestly the park experience in those areas getting around Epcot with, with this construction has been, it's Difficult. been so horrible. First and it's problems. not just, <laughs> and it's not just guardians of the galaxy because they're doing a whole rehaul of that entire future world area. So that I'm not sure when is, when that part is going to be completed, but definitely if we were, if we were choosing which ride we wanted to open first, I would be voting for Guardians of the Galaxy just oh, because I think Epcot totally needs another right. thrilling attraction. And right. I think that this is this is a good Agreed. Move. I think they're they're both going to be awesome rides. I think Tron is going to blow our minds. Yes. But I want Gal I need Galaxy I need that one to open. And, <laughs> and I Tron, need Guardians of the Galaxy to open. And Tron too. Guardians of the Galaxy is completely brand new, but Tron is something that already exists in Disney, which one is it? Disney D Disney C? I don't know. No. It's somewhere somewhere in I have a secret. We're not Asia Disney experts, really. No, we're not. We just know a little. But you can, but you can absolutely Google Tron, and you can, <laughs> and you can find um, like YouTube ride videos of yeah. that, and it's going to be exactly the same in the Magic Kingdom. Kingdom. So this Guardians of the Galaxy, unlike the one that's in Disneyland, which is basically a, a refurb of Tower of Terror, um, this is completely brand new. So I'm excited for this, but. Um, also at the Magic Kingdom, things that are already returning right now, um, the uh, Mickey's Magical Friendship Fair show. We know a lot of shows had remained closed or paused or canceled due to the, due to the pandemic. A lot of these are reopening in 2022, including this one, Mickey's Magical Friendship Fair show. It's returning early this year with new sequences inspired by Frozen, Tangled, Princess and the Frog, and plus a new opening and finale and a new song. Also, something that I know Juliana is super excited about, the My return. <laughs> the return of the Festival of the Fantasy Parade is also slated to come back early this year. So hopefully in the next couple of weeks. Is I I'm might. Thinking. I might now. So I was just discussing with Jen. I'm going down in February where I, which park I should go to one of the days. And I'm not going with my children, but I think I'm going this to need might have, to go to Magic Kingdom to cry this might have sealed the deal for you. When the parade goes by. I, you all, I'm not a parade lady. I love this one. Like, well, oh. so you and I got to see Maleficent 
in the boobash parade, which was cool. But this is where she was originally at. Right. So I hate to give it away for people who don't know, but at the end of the Festival Fantasy Parade is Maleficent in dragon form. That's all I'm going to say. She's magnificent. She is stunning. And it's so cool. I love it's like to me, it's like that whole scene in the end of Sleeping Beauty brought to life. I love it. I just love it. And the whole steampunk look. I just, it is very cool. I'm very excited about this one. I love a parade. This is really cool. Um, I'm so glad it's coming back. And to be honest with you, like I know parades are a big deal and people line up forever in nighttime shows and and there's definitely concern about the crowds. And I would imagine that this, the, the start of this might be delayed a little bit longer than originally anticipated when this announcement was made nowadays. But this parade, correct me if I'm wrong, Jen, but when I go to Disney and I'm at Magic Kingdom, I really don't feel, I feel like I can see this parade without having to line up two hours early. I mean, unless it's a really crowded time, this is not one that I feel like, and I love this parade, but I've never had to stake out a spot for it. I have never in my 46 years of going to Disney World, I've never lined up for a parade. And I have seen this parade a bajillion times. That doesn't mean I'm sitting on Main Street with a nice, comfortable place to sit on on the curb there, sitting there watching it. But I've never had an issue with not being able to see. I've never had an issue. So yeah, I I don't... And the thing about this one that makes it easy to not have a comfy seat is it's the middle of the day. This happens at three o'clock. You're like ready to just chill for a minute, but you don't need to collapse. Your kids are fine. And it has a pretty long parade route. Right. It's the normal. Exactly. Going from Frontierland, you know, through all through Liberty Square down Main Street. So, Yeah. Yeah. And now, a word from our sponsors. Mouse Kamams are avid travel enthusiasts, and our podcast is sponsored by Kingdom and Cruise Travel. If you are interested in booking a vacation to Disney or any other worldwide destination, be sure to check out the website, kingdomandcruise.com, and their Facebook page, Kingdom and Cruise Travel. Um, So one that I don't love as much, but I'm glad to see is being changed is the Finding Nemo the Musical is coming back to Animal Kingdom. That's coming back as Finding Nemo the Big Blue and Beyond in 2022. And all I have to say is thank you. Like I, I'm sorry, y'all. I hate this show. Like I really, it is the stupid, I'm sorry. I'm getting a little bit ornery, but it was, people love it. It's just nothing new. It was just. Finding Nemo in puppet form. It was yes. literally retelling the entire story as it was with beautiful puppets. Yes. Beautiful puppets. And I it's in such cool... a location that I... if you're trying to get from Asia to Dino Land, it's a great stop. With air Not conditioning, much else over there. comfy seats. Uh, I think the difference is like Festival of the Lion King is a fan favorite. Everybody loves that, including me. But the reason I love it is because it's the characters who we love. Telling, a, telling different stories and just being the characters that we love. Finding Nemo is, was never anything new. It was pretty to watch, but I fell asleep 
98% of the time. It was, it was for three-year-olds. Honestly, it was absolutely. Um, I'm excited. I'm excited to see this modified version and to see that something is opening up again. There were a lot of rumors that this was never coming back, but I guess it's that it's never coming back in its original form. And that's totally fine with me. I'm glad something is coming back to that theater. It's a great theater. I'm glad that the that the performers are coming back to work. That's always a fabulous sign. So I am embracing this one. Yeah. But the one that I'm super excited about, just like you're excited about the parade, I can't wait because you guys in in uh, 2022, Fantasmic is coming back to Hollywood Studios. Best nighttime show. Best. Best it's nighttime so good. show ever. I if am you have so excited. They're changing it too, though. They are, which I'm not surprised about in this day and age where people are more sensitive to cultures and all that kind of stuff. And the Pocahontas theme was so um, um, prevalent in this show. I'm not surprised that they are making changes, but I think it's still going to be fantastic because at the end of the day, it's still going to be a water and light show. As long as it's still got the sorcerer Mickey thing going on. That part was great. That's I don't like think, I don't think that they're gonna change the whole thing. They just announced that it's come the show will return in 2022 with new sequences. It also says water, light, and stunt. And I just wonder if they're taking away the big thing at the end. I guess we'll see. And I'm excited to see and report back. I can't this wait. is one if you if you have never made an effort to clear your schedule and your itinerary to fit this thing in, fit it in. It's so good. I wonder, so just to change the subject a little bit, are these shows included in things like Lightning Lane? Because they were once, Fantasmic was once a fast pass option. I guess we'll see. I, I would imagine that it would be something that you'd be able to Lightning Lane, but who knows? I'm curious. Ooh, if anyone knows. finds out, let us know. And All for right. the record, I never, ever once fast passed this. You know, I only did one time because it was one of those, it was my fourth or fifth fast pass for the day. It was a really slow time and, and it was available. It to be and available. so I took it because you, you used to get priority seating and you could show we up did. 10 minutes before the show. We've done the priority seating. They used to do that with dining packages. Mm-hmm. So we've done that before and that's mm-hmm. worth it. I hope that Always. comes back, but you're going to eat anyway. You're going to yeah, eat no anyway. No more dining packages yet, but they did Oops. have the dining packages for the candlelight processional. So maybe they'll start doing them again. And I think, isn't there one now for um, the new Epcot show is, didn't they start a dining package? I'm making that up. There was something else at Epcot. Fireworks. Yeah, I think you're right. I think you're right. I think there was a fireworks dining package at Rose and Crown and maybe La Hacienda. I don't remember. Yeah, yeah that sounds right. To look. I think so. Or I Tokyo think you're right. Dining. So it's very Tokyo. easy for them to bring that back. They don't need the dining plans to come back for that to happen. No, and they're doing the you know, dessert parties and everything yes. else. So that would be nice for this show. We'll see how it goes. Yes. Um, and of course, also in 2022, it's going to be the continuation of the 50th anniversary celebration with all of the fun, um, merch and the fun snacks and specialty food items. And you guys have the entire year of 2022 to look forward to that, that as well. 
Um, I expect so that's, new merchant things to continue to be. I'm sure. I saw. I actually saw the other day that awesome tumbler that we got from uh, the purple one. Mm -hmm. They have it in pink now. <gasps> yeah, oh. I saw that. Like rose, not really a rose gold, but kind of like yeah. the like the popcorn bucket. But iridescent pink. Like the, uh, yes, more ear. Yes, more iridescent. Right, that they're going yeah. for. The, see, yeah. that's cool. I wonder if there'll be a gold one that comes out then, right? Because there was the popcorn buckets and all those colors. Absolutely, I think that that kind of stuff is going to be changing and revolving all year to make it to keep it exciting. It keeps so. it exciting. It does. It does. Yes. You know, I mean, some of us are a little annoyed because we can't <laughs> go there all the time. But <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm not a huge merch person. I think we all know. So, but mm. but I do like to look can't at relate. it and see it. I know it's, I'm weird. And then of course, Juliana is super excited because run Disney is back and that yeah. is uh 2022 is no exception. So this weekend, in fact, they're starting with the Disney marathon weekend. So this is the only full marathon of the year. Um, and then the next one is coming up the end of February and that's the princess half marathon and our own lovely Juliana Groman will be there and we will be rooting her on and not at all heckling her. I hope I make it is all I'm saying. I ran nine and a half this morning. It's uh, we're recording. It's Monday. I was supposed to do it on Saturday and I didn't. And then I was supposed to do it yesterday and it was raining and today it's raining. So I ended up I feel like I'm cheating. I ended up just doing it on the treadmill. But all you runners out there, please tell me it's okay. <laughs> um, I, I'm not nothing. a runner. I'm just not. But it's something I've always wanted to do. I was really disappointed that I couldn't do the Disney villain half in Paris when I was there because they had canceled it. Um, not that I had started training. They canceled it well before <laughs> that. But um, yeah, so I'm really excited. My husband's doing it with me. Um, it's um, If I can do it, anyone can do it. But it ain't I feel post. like th it, this will go one of two ways for me. Either I'll look at you and I'll be like, yeah, she crazy. <laughs> or I'll look at you and be inspired and be like, all right, I'm going to do the next one with them, but I'm going to do the 5K. Because I, I yeah. would really like to experience a run Disney race weekend because I hear like the camaraderie and the excitement and. And the, they're not the hard races, right? So I live in a really, really hilly neighborhood and a hilly town. And so we live in, I live in the Piedmont is what they call it. So it's foothills of the mountains. And so that's where Charlotte is. And so it's pretty hilly around here and it kills me. So one of the reasons why I wanted to do Disney other than. I was actually just thinking this yesterday while I was, or no, this morning while I was doing my nine and a half, I was like, this is just a really ridiculous way to just get another Disney trip. Like I really <laughs> didn't have to make this commitment to get another trip to Disney out of my family, but whatever. Anyway, um, what was my point now? See, I, I distracted myself. The hilly, again. the hilliness. Oh, but I also picked it Disney because I know it's flat. So, so if I'm you're running nine and a half on hills. Well, I ran nine and a half on a treadmill, but I don't feel bad about it because <laughs> Disney is going to be, it's going to be flat. So a mm. 5K, you don't even need to, you'll be fine. It's flat. Okay. The hills yeah. are brutal. The hills. I don't hills run. I don't run. So. You don't even have to. You can walk. I will be. I will. So be. the marathon that's this weekend, though, this is the only full marathon. This is yeah. a really big deal. And this one is for more serious runners. 
Um, yes and no. I mean, obviously it's a marathon, so those people are more serious, but most of the marathon weekends are just a weekend. This one actually starts on Wednesday. So yeah. today as of airing. So, and they do the whole thing. I actually know someone who knows someone. I might know someone, but I know definitely know someone who knows someone who's doing the 5k, the 10k, the half and the full all in that weekend. That it's one's called, called the Dobie, right? challenge I think oh, the it goofy is. challenge I okay. might have it backwards now but I thought that was called the goofy challenge so something is the dopey challenge I don't I'm know I'm not sure what it is anyway I'm gonna right. be dopey after 13.2 or whatever I can't 13. imagine the stamina I can't imagine what that does to your body to run consecutively like I'm not talking like one week you do this and like days. right right I, but whatever to each their own right. I like I'm I just yeah. I'm behind. I ran the thing I had to run today to get back on schedule. I'm supposed to run again tomorrow. I'm not going to do, I can't do that. I'm not going to do that. I'm going to stay no. behind or I'm going to skip another run. Yeah. It's crazy. I can't, I can't imagine. So more power I'm to impressed. you. I'm impressed with runners in general because I keep waiting to really enjoy this. <laughs> and I haven't started yet. I thought I was about to start and then I don't know, life just gets in the way. This is it. So kudos to you guys who do kudos this all to the you. Time. And I know that like serious runners are super excited to see that the Disney races are back in person because for a whole year or so they were virtual, which right. is different. Because yeah. again, like the whole reason that I would ever even mildly consider doing anything like this is the whole vibe of being there with other right. runners and, and, right. you know, the cool merch that you get and being able to see all these characters cheering right. you on like that right. to me is, is cool. So, yeah, so it's flat and it's Disney. And so, you know, we mentioned serious runners, but I'm not a serious runner. And that's, what's so nice about run Disney is it's not intimidating for those of us who aren't really serious runners and for people who are really struggling just to get through it. It's fun. Anyone can do it. You don't need to qualify. You need to, let me correct myself. You need to have a qualifying time to get a corral time, meaning to get like a starting time where you'll be in the front of the pack and yada, yada. The rest of us without times just all get pushed to the very end and we all crowd together and run together. And so in the beginning, you're tripping over people. I'm not racing this half. Like I'm, I just, there's one person I'm racing and that's myself. I thought you were going to say your husband. Yeah, I thought I was going to, too. I changed it at the last second. I just want to finish. I just want to finish in a decent time. Like, I have my goals. I know what I would be super psyched with, and I know what I'll be happy with. Um, but if if I can just finish without stopping, we'll be thrilled. But it's Disney, and I'm going to stop and take a picture. I'm going to stop right? and take lots of pictures. So it's going to be interesting. I've never done this before. I would love to hear people's advice. Please send us messages on Facebook or whatever if you have any tips at all, because I might be going in there expecting the completely wrong environment. And I don't know. I have no idea. So I'm super excited. And I'm excited to experience it too for clients so that I can help other people figure this out. And I'm I'll definitely. Excited. I'm excited yeah. to live vicariously through you. So. I'll definitely try to go live as much as my dehydrated brain will remember not from the course probably yeah. like from check-in and all that stuff because these yeah. are the things i'm super curious about yeah me too It'll be fun. i can't wait so to recap lots of exciting things coming to walt disney world including your mouse moms i think we're gonna all between the, the three of us we're gonna be there in january february march april may 
And we'll it's probably not be enough, there. Though. We'll probably be there in July because the next thing we'll talk about is the Disney Cruise Line and the Disney Wish, which we are going to be on. Um, their inaugural sailing is in June. We'll be on there in July. I am betting you that we will be in Disney for probably a day or so before we get on the, the cruise ship, maybe a day. Hopefully it will coincide with the opening of Guardians of the Galaxy and we'll get to knock both things out. Um, but yeah, the Disney, Disney Cruise Line has exciting things waiting for us in 2022, um, with the Disney Wish inaugural sailing this we've done podcast episodes and and um live shows on our facebook group about this before uh the disney wish looks amazing the ship looks beautiful um unlike the four existing cruise ships this one is way lighter in terms of color it doesn't have the dark wood which i love the dark wood i love that mid-century modern kind of look but the light wood, there is something special about how this cruise ship looks. There's also a bunch of new restaurants that we're super excited about, including a Star Wars themed kind of like an Oga's Cantina vibe um, bar that you can go to. There are gonna, there's going to be, isn't there going to be like a Marvel meal on the wish on the wish or a, a frozen meal? Something. I think so. I, there's, I was also just looking because we were talking about Palo and we had talked about the cocktail earlier. So they're not going to have Palo on the wish. They're going to have Palo Steakhouse. So an Italian steakhouse. Now this I would do. Like I avoid Palo because I don't like to eat Italian out. We talked about that. But uh, I this. Steakhouse is something different. I could get behind this. I could get behind it. I mean, we might have to get behind it because, you know, research. <laughs> R and D, R and D, R and D. I'm but excited for the Disney Wish. I am too. And the cool thing about a Disney cruise is it's still like the other four ships before her. The Disney Wish has rotational dining, and the cool thing is that the rotational dining, um, there are three different restaurants, and the minimum cruise is a three night cruise, so you get to experience all three of those right. no matter what. So there is, there's so. a yeah. There's a frozen restaurant as part of the rotational. It's Arendella Frozen Dining Adventure, okay. which I think people are going to love that, right? And Which um, sounds similar see, to, I think it's, I forget it's the Magic or the Wonder where they do a Rapunzel themed one. So it's like a dinner show. Right. I, I and think then, that's what it the- is. Yeah. So, right. I'm seeing Anna and Elsa on yep. casting spells here. So that, well, Anna's not casting spells. Let's not get crazy. And then there is a Worlds of Marvel Marvel restaurant as well. And I picture this one to be a little bit more like art of animation with just, mm-hmm. I, and I'm just, this is just my picturing. I haven't seen any renditions or anything um, specific, but I picture it to be kind of like that sort of memorabilia kind of restaurant. Mm-hmm. Um, but then again, there's this one called 1923 that is going to be um, yes. the journey through the evolution of animation. So maybe that will be like artist palette. What did I call it before? Art of animation? Oops. Sorry yeah, about that. Yeah, I knew what you were talking about. But I think that one, it, it was announced, that one's like a tribute to Walt mm-hmm. um, because it's very California vibe feeling. The menu is going to be very California. Um, and the restaurant looks like mid-century modern California, um, not mid-century modern, that would be later, but I don't know, 1923, I think is the year that Walt was born. Art Deco, thank you. Art Deco, yeah. 
Yeah. And then the adult dining experiences are the Rose, which of course is like Beauty and the Beast. So if it's anything like that wonderful bar and oh. lounge in Grand Floridian, it'll be fantastic. Yes. And then Palo Gorgeous. Steakhouse, which actually looks as fancy as Remy did from the pictures that I'm seeing. Okay. So, um, this is going to oh, be Oh, and there's another one. There's a third adult dining restaurant. So that's interesting. Instead of four and two, it's three and three. So there's one called Enchante, which is inspired Enchanté. by Lumiere. The most elegant dining experience. Oh. Gourmet. Gour oh, gourmet menu by three Michelin starred chef. Oh, Remy. What are we going to do? I, hopefully there will be a brunch option. How because many that, that worked three? out. Three nights. So we'll do the three. Look at us planning our trip right now without Lori. Um, that we did when you and I went on the... Right. But I'm saying do? there's also three... We're going to have to Fancies. pick one. We're going to have to pick one fancy. I think we need to see the three rotational dining options and then maybe pick one fancy brunch. Maybe we should divide and conquer is all I'm saying. <laughs> In other words, Juliana wants to eat by herself. I want to eat fancy. I Enough care. of you clowns. <laughs> <laughs> no, but listen, it, I think it's funny. Not only are we planning our, we call, you called it planning our cruise. I think it's hilarious that planning our cruise is really just talking about the restaurants and what we're yeah. going to eat. Mm -hmm. But that is super exciting coming in 2022 and definitely something to look forward to. I'm a little sad that we have seven months to get through before that. Um, did you hear what I said before we announced that we're going on the cruise, that we're going to be in Disney in January, <laughs> February, March, April, May, and I then know, a cruise in July? I think I'm only going to be there in February and May. In April, I am going to Discovery Cove and SeaWorld and all that in Orlando. Ooh. So that'll be fun. Taking so my family there. Talk about other destinations. Yes, we do plan other destinations and we visit them as well. We we're going to tell you a couple more in a minute. But that's the excitement for Disney Cruise. We cannot forget Disneyland. There are some exciting things coming in 2022, including me. I'm going to be visiting Disneyland the end of this month um, and beginning of February. Um, the excitement here is that after hours events are now finally back. We're very excited. Downtown Disney is getting a nice new refurbishment. Toontown will be closing for some refurb, but they're going to be set to reopen in early 2023. So again, some more exciting things coming to Disneyland. Um, Adventures by Disney. A lot of people don't know about Adventures by Disney, and I think that we are going to be um, dedicating some podcast airtime this year to some Adventures by Disney information. Adventures by Disney is like the ultimate in family travel. Um, we all know the Disney name and what that means to purchase something or plan something with the Disney name behind it. We always know that that means it's going to be superb quality, attention to detail, um, and just phenomenal experiences. So Adventure by Disney is their brand of family travel. There's also adults-only travel, but mostly they're known for family travel, where they offer trips around the world from... Um, a dude ranch in Wyoming to safari in Africa to uh, pizza making in Italy. They have everything and hopefully they are starting fully back up this year. Again, with the pandemic, it's been very iffy 
Yeah. Well, they have done some, a lot of their American tours are still going and I really love this option. And I also love that some of these are a lot shorter, right? Like maybe you just want a long weekend. You can go to New York for a weekend on adventures by Disney. It's, it's they have a Boston one, which looks really cool with all that history. And again, you can do the whole dude ranch thing and live out your cowboy fantasies and go wrangle a, wrangle a cow and cook cook over an open fire in the mountains. Tons of options, personalized Disney service. And one of the new things with Adventures by Disney for this year is that they're actually starting to offer private tours as well. So these are usually small group tours, which when we say small group, we mean it, small group tours, but you wouldn't be alone. Now you can opt to um, have a private Adventures by Disney tour um, with flexible dates and flexible locations and flexible touring where as opposed to choosing their already amazing itineraries, you get some options and you get your own adventure guide for the whole trip and you don't have to mingle with anybody else, which I think sounds divine. Especially in this, in this COVID world where people are worried. It's like, imagine having a Disney VIP tour guide through. I I can't. Rome. I can't even. You know? And the cool things about Adventures by Disney is that, you know, Disney in general, as we know from their theme parks and from um, from from the cruise ships, they're very much about storytelling and Adventures by Disney is no different. And so part of that, that experience and your travel is storytelling. And the way they do that is they always have a Disney representative representative traveling with you for the entire time, but they also have a local um, cultural representative from wherever it is that you're visiting. So um, that that's on our bucket list for sure for the Mouse Moms. We do not have any surprise announcements for an Adventures by Disney from us this year, but we not are, yet. I was going to say we are working on it. <laughs> yet so, is my favorite word, Mouse fans. Yet, 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 one. not yet. So yeah, so we, we have lots of goals and excitement for 2022. We've told you what we're already doing. We have goals for ourselves for 2022 as well. And Adventures by Disney is not the least of them. Um, but what are what I wonder what our listeners' goals, like what are your vacation goals? Whatever they are, now's really an awesome time to start thinking about it. Most I'll tell you the truth. Most people do. January is a really busy time when people start looking into and planning out their time off and their budgets and things like that for the year. The holidays are over. The money's spent. You can start looking forward. Um, and demand is crazy right now. Mm-hmm. Demand is, is a little crazy. Capacity is a little lower. Um, and whether that's for safety or staffing or whatever, it just is. So start planning. It's time. You got to look at your, like, this is the mouse tip for today. Just get on it, it because it really is an interesting year for travel already. <laughs> We're three days in. So if you want to go somewhere, start planning. And we are here to help you because we live for it. We love it. Absolutely. Well, on that note, thank you for spending another fun episode with us. We can't wait to show you what we have in store for season three. It's going to be a great year. As always, please, please be sure to subscribe to our show so that you receive notifications when new content is released and you never miss an episode. And please consider writing us a review on Apple Podcasts as well. Follow us, of course, on Facebook at Mouse Moms Podcast, where we go live with all the news out of Disney for the week every Thursday at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. And check out our blog at mousecomomswithanssblog.com. 
and happy 2022. Happy New Year. Now it's time to say goodbye to all our company. Because we like you. And